0: Good people, welcome to another edition, another episode of Worship Matters. Today we're talking about worship. John 4 23 and 24 says this Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks verse 24. God is spirit and his worshipers must worship in the spirit and in truth. Worship is a combination of two things. It's really one event where two things happen. Our spirit is involved in worship and our soul is involved in worship. Our mind is involved in worship as we receive and we are reciting his truth which is why it's so imperative that if we use certain tools during worship that they contain truth if we're using music that it contains truth if we're using a song that it contains truth because there must be the celebration of truth in order for us to experience worship in its truest sense because worship has to have both elements in order to be qualified as worship so we're going to call this a worship service when we get to church on a Sunday or midweek service however that happens whenever that happens there are two things that happen there's music from the praise and worship team the worship team and then there is also the delivery of the word and everything else that's surrounded around that, of course. But those two are the main things that happen. There's things that happen before. There's things that happen during. There's things that happen uh, in between and after. But those two things are the main focus of each worship service, as we're calling it, which is the word and which is the music part of the service, which we have termed as the worship part of the service. Well, if we begin to change our terminology and look at the whole day as a worship service then we understand what the priests understood which is it doesn't involve music music becomes the tool to you be used during worship the priest would gather the people and then they would deliver a word of truth based on what they had prepared that preparation also involved a sacrifice so there was The priests, they would come together, bring the people together. They would offer a sacrifice and they would offer a truth, a sacrifice and a truth. Being a priest back in the day was a bloody job. It wasn't pretty, but their their goal was to serve the people through worship And that worship service was conducted by one person. These days, we have a worship leader and we also have a senior pastor. And so without really good communication, then we have two events taking place instead of one event. The event of the worship service, worship music, praise and worship. And we also have the event of the word being preached. I'd like to submit to you that if we begin to communicate better, we can have a more cohesive service, worship service, where there is less transition between one person to the next, between the so-called worship of praise and worship and the delivery of the preaching and the teaching of the the word. And if we begin to see those things as one event with very little transitory moments, I believe that we can affect the service in greater ways. It is not worship if there's no spiritual ascent. And the hearing, receiving, and the celebration of truth. I don't know what to call it, but it isn't worship. If it isn't in spirit, where our spirit ascends, as well as we are reciting, receiving the truth of the word, the logos. The logos. I believe that the enemy comes to steal the word, as the Bible talks about. And so when the word goes forth, it's important that we understand what kind of ground we are allowing the word to be seeded on. Because when we seed the word on good ground, it goes into the ground and produces a good crop where the enemy cannot come in and steal. If if we are able to produce a good ground, we can produce a good crop. Usually the best time produce good ground is when we are in the midst of worship. The music, the praise, the worship, when people are participating in a worship moment where they are applauding God for his goodness and his greatness, when they are telling others about how awesome he is and has been, it's in those moments that our ground is being broken open. As the Bible says, we break up the fallow ground. Unfortunately, we move from that event into offerings and other things, and we separate it from the next event. Instead of making it one event, now we've made it two events or more, where we've asked people to come in, bring their tithes and offerings, and to do it in a worship, as part of their worship, we've actually transitioned completely wrong. And now we have a stop and go that keeps going in the service. It's stop and go. So you never really have the flow and the ebb that you desire and the ground that you've been tilling during the praise and the worship breaking up ends up just not being conditioned, fully conditioned for the Word. And we separate it. Now we've done the offering. Now we're ready for the Word. My thoughts are this, based on what I was hearing the Father say to me on this particular day, is that if we begin to feel our worship, not necessarily with music, but with truth, that the Logos Word, which is the truth, of his word can become rhema to those who allow the planting of the word to to those that allow the reception the receiving of the word into their soil for when we mix our faith with the word it profits us according to Hebrews chapter 4 verse 1 and 2 we mix our faith with truth we mix our faith with the logos with the word when we do that it profits us but if we only have the word and no faith there's no profit if we have faith and no truth no word there is no profit we need both ingredients and so the enemy comes in to steal the main ingredient which is the word let's take advantage of it this is the opportunity I'd like to present is that we take advantage of our worship moment and stay in the moment and begin to sow the seed of the word, sow the logos into the people, into the atmosphere and allow the thoughts, the ways, and the word, the truth of God to rain down and to be received in the soil of our hearts so that it it can be seeded and and produce a crop that can be used to seed and be duplicated and produce profit within our lives. That's my word for today. I hope you've enjoyed this edition of Worship Matters. There's so much more we we, we could say to this, and and maybe I will say more in another episode. But for this episode, I'd like to say, hey, use what you heard. Apply it to your worship service, to your worship service, not the worship event. And I believe that we will begin to start, we will start to begin to see growth in the people that we're serving. That's my time. God bless you guys. And we look forward to the next episode. All right. Peace.